just want to roll up, grab a boy, throw him in my pouch, and bounce. You know? But I guess in that guy's defense, um, I am I am way less mature than him. <clears throat> so, I mean, this guy this guy had life goals, you know, and he owned a car, and uh, he broke up with me. So, way more mature, <laughs> way more mature. <laughs> yeah, I. I, I mean, I, I wasn't winning it pretending, and I'm not winning it leaning in either, okay? Because like I told a guy a couple weeks ago that I'm 41, and his response was, but you're so pretty. Oh. Yeah, yeah, and all I could say was, okay, can we continue the job interview? <laughs> yeah, and I'm not learning my lesson, because last week I told a guy at a bar I'm 41, and he just looked horrified like I just turned into the witch from Hansel and Gretel you know like come here my young man would you like to taste my sweets yeah I wish that bitch had a nice house so I'm a mom I wear the jeans uh, and I mean I love my kid I do I love my kid but sometimes I have to say being a parent feels a lot I'm guessing like being on parole you know, except I have a little tiny overzealous parole officer, you know, instead of checking in weekly, he just moved in. And uh, I don't get a cute little ankle bracelet. He just latches his whole body to my ankle. Imagine trying to walk into a bar like that, right? Also, even when I'm not doing a drug test, he watches me pee. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there were some fun things about being pregnant. I have to say it was it was a lot of fun to walk around with fully loaded uh, squirt guns all the time. You know, I got really good at nailing my husband right between the eyes. <laughs> like, psh, psh, right. That was fun. Fucking with bartenders when I was really pregnant. Also a good time. I was huge. I was my kid was 10 pounds and two feet when he was born. OK. Yeah. I gave birth to a toddler. He just walked out of me, right? So I would just waddle into bars and cozy up on a bar stool and lean in, well, lean in as much as I could, you know, and order a martini and just stare and watch the bartender squirm. That was really fun. That was really fun. <laughs> uh, but now my kid is uh, 15 and 6'2". Right? Yeah, I don't even know how I made that, right? Huge, huge kid. Uh, what else? Uh, you know, I uh, am being lit right now. I can see that. But you know what, guys? It is, it is much, it is uh, much more difficult uh, to. Uh, there's a big difference. That's what I was trying to say. Yeah. There's a big difference between losing my kid and losing a bag of coke. I was. Someone always returns my kid. Always. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. I don't want you to worry. No, I don't want you to worry about uh, my kid, though. I really don't because I practice responsible parenting. And uh, my kid lives with his dad. Yay. Oh, yeah. Oh, I think my mic's on. I think it's not. I like that it's kind of awesome. Yeah. Okay. I'm good. Yes. Very good. That was Rachel D, everyone. Yay. I like Rachel D. I understand my father is very young looking, so everyone thinks he's my brother. And then my mom gets pissed off because she's like, that makes me your mother, to my dad. And it's just really weirdly incestual. Uh, so I'm glad 
my dad's not dating Rachel D because then Rachel D would be my young looking stepmom. And that would be a really weird comedy dynamic. Okay. Your next comedian is a very dapper young man. Everyone, James Mora. Wow, hello friends. How's everyone doing? Are we in a good mood? Some nice ass shoes on. Give it up for Max Eddie's fresh ass converses. Damn, putting my, my white shoes to shame. Um, I wore a hoodie too, dude. Fuck. You look really good right now, Max. Um, speaking of Max, uh, no, uh, I grew up in, I graduated high school in South Carolina. Um, I'll never forget what my friends told me when they heard I was moving to the Bay Area. They were like, you're going to see some gay ass shit, bro. <laughs> they're like, you're going to see some gay shit. Prepare yourself. I was like, how gay are we talking? You know, they're like, you're going to see some gay shit. Get ready. It's going to be pretty gay. I was like, all right, whatever you say. I was, like, I was like, you guys are bigots, you know, whatever. Anyway, 17-year-old James, I pull up on Caltrain. I've never been to San Francisco before. I walk two blocks north, and I walked directly into the Folsom Street Fair. I was like, this is pretty gay, dude. Like, this is, you guys have, you guys have a point. Um, like, but like 10 minutes in San Francisco, uh, I saw a bald white dude hanging upside down from his ankle, sucking a black dude's dick. I was like, I didn't even know it gets this gay. You know what I mean? Like before I ever saw the Golden Gate Bridge, I saw three golden showers. Do you guys understand? This is a great joke. Um, and uh, another thing about me is I can't admit to being wrong about anything. So when I got home, they were like, how was it? And I was like, ah, it was normal. <laughs> and then one tear just dripped down my face. Cool, I'm five foot six. I've learned those were four words to get the pussy real dry. All right, real. It gets, gets the pussy nice and dry, uh, nice and arid. Uh, the other day, uh, I was talking to a girl on Tinder. We were talking pretty much constantly the whole day. And she just hits me out of nowhere, having a great conversations out of nowhere. She goes, so how tall are you? And I go, five foot six. And based on the lack of reply ever again, I could just tell that she had the driest pussy in a four mile radius. You know what I mean? I was like, and she was only, she was also five, six. Like if I get it if you're like five, 10 or something, but like, it's like, we're equals. You know what I mean? I don't know. I just, why is it? So why do we shit on short dudes so much? I don't know. I'm going to get in my feelings for a second here. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to bail from the script. What? So it's definitely okay to shit on short guys. We don't want short children. That's fair. Ah, oh, damn. That was too, that was such a concise response. Yeah, Fuck. So that's it. That's the only reason. Pretty much. There's no like. I am doing some push-ups. But even short, look, time out though. Time out though. Even short girls don't like short guys though. If anything, some of the shortest girls like the tallest dudes, which does not make any sense to me whatsoever. Anyway, um, it hurts my feelings is what I'm saying. Um, 
Yeah, the pussy. We talked about the pussy already. Gets the pussy real dry. Uh, that was the point. That was the whole... I think saying pussy a lot was going to be the part that I thought was funny. Uh, but I don't think it was. <laughs> uh, cool. Well, give it up for your bar. Uh, so, uh, you guys... You guys <laughs> uh, we live in a pretty racist society, guys. We live in a pretty racist society. Do you guys know how I know that? How? Uh, it's because <laughs> some of the most viral videos of the, on the internet are of black and white people just getting along. <laughs> like, have you guys ever noticed that? Like, some of the most, like, feel-good material is just black and white people just being civil to each other. And that's, like, a fucking game changer. Um, the other day, someone sent me a video, uh, and it was of a black kid, like a thugged out black kid and a white businessman sitting next to each other on the subway. And I was like, all right, what's the punchline here? You know, like, here's a good premise. I was like, are these going to, they're going to make out or something? Nope. No punchline. They just talked for 15 seconds and the end of the video was faith and humanity restored. It's like how little faith do we have that this is a game changer. I did see something very, uh, heartwarming though. The other day I was on the cable car, um, and a, uh, the black cable car driver, or person, the black cable car person, and a white German tourist set their differences aside and both started mocking Chinese people. And I was like, this is some, is some wholesome shit. You know? The, the black dude was like, man, they be eating dogs. And then the German guy started barking and I was like, this is restoring my faith in society. Uh, all right, guys, give it up for Jade. And Max. Did not deserve my aggressive lighting. I, that was very good. Okay, I enjoyed that. I was gonna say, oh yeah, I was gonna say I like short dudes too. I mean, obvi obviously, obviously, come on, it's it's just it's just physics. Okay. All right. It's really not personal. It's only physics. Okay. Uh, the your next comedian, I don't. Believe maybe I don't. You're a face. He's probably really funny. He's got a funny face. Everyone, Daniel Blaine. I'm sorry. I I'm a, I, I want to do it. I know I suck. I suck. I want to do it. I love self-deprecating. Daniel Bueno Aguinaga. Yes. Okay. Thank you, Jay. Give it up for Jade, guys. That was a pretty good pronunciation. That was a good pronunciation. It's Aginaga. A lot of people. No, I know it's weird, right? It's a it's a weird name to pronounce. A G U I N A G A. Aginaga. You wouldn't think so. So I totally get it. It's a weird name to pronounce. I have a, I have a weird last name too. They always pronounce Yeah, yeah. No, like kids in high school would like couldn't pronounce it either, so they thought of nicknames like Agi, Aginator, Homo, you know, stuff like that. Um, all right, good start. Uh, no, but I really was picked on a lot in high school, uh, mainly for being small and scrawny. Uh, but the 90s bullies did this thing that bullies today don't do, which is uh, they'd make fun of you if you don't know the definition of a word, like a slang term. This is pre-Google, so you couldn't just like, you know, if a bully was just like, hey, Dan, you're not straight, are you? I couldn't just be like, excuse me, Trevor, I must go to the bathroom and then just look it up on my phone. No, you couldn't do that, so you had to like sit in it and just sort of do like, who wants to be a millionaire, sort of talk it out, be like, all right, hmm. I didn't like the intonation when he said straight. All right, I'm gonna go on a guess here and say no. And he'd just be like, ha, 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 you just said you were gay. And I'm like, ah, foiled again. 
But mainly I was made fun of for just being small and scrawny, like I said, because I was a late bloomer. Hit puberty quite late. Uh, so late, in fact, that uh, I'm still kind of grateful for my pubic hair. That's a weird thing to say. I know, I'm 32 years old. It's, <laughs> believe me, that's a weird thing to say. But you have to understand, when you grow up like a young pubeless boy in Manhattan, the city just has a knack of reminding you what you don't have. Like, there's just pubes everywhere if you look around. Like, you know, I'd be at school and like the kids in the locker room would be changing and showing off their new bushel of pubes. Uh, and then I'd be on the subway and just be like, bam, like homeless guys, hairy big dick would be right in front of you. I know you guys could appreciate that, right? There's a, a lot of free range bum dick around these streets of San Francisco, I've noticed since moving here. Yes, that, yeah. Have you ever seen like a homeless guy's dick is so big you stop feeling sorry for him? No? Just me? All right. That's cool. No, but uh, I finally uh, hit puberty. Uh, have you know, I hit my growth spurt. Now I'm a whopping five foot nine. James, no, you know, I, I just get, you know, just a little bit more. It's not that much more though. In, in women's eyes, it's just sort of like, oof, almost, you know? Yeah. Being five nine is interesting too, because you're not really accepted by any height group, right? The talls won't accept me. Shorts really won't accept me, although that one hurt extra because a lot of the reference letters were from my ex-girlfriends and I'm pretty sure they considered me short. But uh, no, it was tough. And um, I don't know, just being finite stuff. I would be so much taller if I joined a dating app. That I know for sure. Right? Don't we like to, short guys like to do that, right, ladies? They like to exaggerate their height on the dating apps? No, no one's even looking, no, the ladies are just texting. Are you having trouble spelling hilarious? No? Okay, cool. Hey. No, but it's true. We love to lie on the dating apps about our height, 5'10", maybe even 5'11", if I'm wearing boots. Because boots, yes, good lift. They're kind souls. Thank you. That was a boot pun. Um, but uh, no, it's just tough. I mean, I, uh, I've never really joined the dating apps. Never, ever been on one. Um, I know a few of the ones. I know, like, the obvious ones. I know Tinder was the first, right? Bumble's the one where you message the girl for the dick pic. No, the girl messages you for the dick pic, right? That's it? Fuck that one up. Uh, and then there's this cutesy one called Coffee Meets Bagel, which I'm guessing is for black guys trying to meet Jewish girls. No, is that not it? <laughs> I think that's a great joke. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, straight dating apps have the cutest names, I've noticed. It's like OkCupid. Okay uh, Bumble, bzz, you know, like gay dating apps don't have that problem. They're very direct and to the point, right? Grinder, boom. For those who grind, I get it. Uh, I saw a billboard in Soma the other day for Squirt. Uh, no further questions there. Squirt away. Uh, and then, I don't know, those are the only two gay dating apps I know, but I'm sure there's one out there called like Buttfuck or something, you know, but without the vowels, obviously, because, you know, vowels aren't cool when it comes to, to the app names. Yeah, the most interesting to, uh, thing to me about Grindr is that they could tell you down to how many feet your, uh, your hookup is away from you when you're meeting them. Did you know that? Yeah, they could tell you down to the feet. So like if I'm on Grindr, it's like Tom is one foot away. It's like, oh, where's Tom? Oh, nice to meet you, Tom, and your pet iguana. All right, that's it. Thanks, guys. Whew. Rough. I, I know. I, I feel bad. I'm like.
you didn't see the it's it's like it's like it's like dating you didn't see my first text i'm like do you still love me and that's why they don't text me back because that was only the second text i sent <laughs> so it's fine i feel it i feel it okay all right we're gonna keep keep doing this <laughs> No, you made the vibe. You are the vibe. You're the vibe man. Everyone, Daniel Bueno Aguinaga. Thank you. All right. You don't have to applause. Please don't. You all killed the vibe. It's all your fault now. All right. Oh, okay. Yeah, next. Okay. Oh, a few reminders. A few reminders. If uh, you want to sign up, just look me in the eye. If you don't know me, Give me your name on a piece of paper. That's how it's going to work. All right. We're going to end a little early, so we're going to keep going. Your next comic did not know he was going to go up. If you want to know when you're going to go up, just look me in the eye. It's easy. <laughs> your next comic did not look me in the eye. But he's a guy that's here, and he seems pretty cool. Everyone, Michael Miles. When I'm watching my TV. Thank you, Jade. Thank you. Music break, like that, that's good. Um, yeah, I had some new stuff. I don't know, I wanted to say, oh, when I came in, well, we, you shook my hand, right? We were very friendly, it was nice, came in early, we did the hand, hey, what's up, Philicoma, that's cool. And then the first thing that he says is, dude, I need to stop masturbating so much. I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, everything hurts everyone's hand. I'm like, that's great, that's awesome. You know, like, I need to wash my hands right now, but it's great, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Glad you got the extracurricular activities going. Yeah, we all, we all do, we all gotta, we all gotta do it. But I liked your, your honesty, honesty is good, it's great. Um, yeah, so I was on, I'm on BART a lot. I commute on the BART and I had the earplugs. I had the earplugs going in because it was for the first time. It wasn't because the BART tracks were squealing, which is like usually a thing I wear it in. It was because they had this entitled techie couple right in front of me and their conversation was simply too entitled. I had to put it in. You know, it's just too much. I'm like, I can't handle it anymore. What are you doing later? I don't know. You know, it's like, okay. Okay, that one went over well. That one leaves scratched. Sorry. Um, I want to start um, actually a store for people like me. It's kind of like the 99 cent store, but it'll be called you are only buying one thing because that's all I'm buying. And I always have to have all these people in front that are buying lots of stuff. So it'll just be just keep going. And it's okay. If you have more than one thing, you're actually allowed to go to the store. That's fine. You just have to go back in line for every item you get. So it keeps going. Yeah. Um, I speak the truth a little too loudly. We're supposed to speak the truth and be truthful. And I speak sometimes a little louder. I have kind of a volume problem. I'm usually quiet, but sometimes I don't really think about it when I'm in public. And I'm like behind, I'm like, this guy's such an idiot. Like, oh, oh, you heard that. Oh, I didn't talk about you. It was, it was actually your friend you were talking to. Oh, he also heard. Oh, great. Actually, I'm sorry. I apologize. I'll just, I have to go to work now. Yeah. Um, okay, I'm going to do something totally different. I'm going to talk about um, what I work. I'm actually a tour guide and I do... Um, I got a lot of questions that are pretty interesting. I know as a kid, we were told there's no such thing as a stupid question. But a lot of people carry on this belief into adulthood, which is a mistake, you know, because some questions actually are. I think um, I've had like uh, the number one question when I take people to the Golden Gate Bridge is, is that the Golden Gate Bridge? And I want to go, you know, right? Seriously, like, like, haven't you ever seen, you've seen a ton of this, you've seen this on television and movies. Don't tell me you've never seen this before. But, uh, and I really want to tell them, actually, it's one of five identical orange bridges. But, you know, actually, this one's a little different. The Golden Gate Bridge has these little tiny gold flakes in it. So I'm going to open the door right now. You can lean your head out. Just, you can look at it. I'll hold on to your arm. It's okay. Okay. Um, the other one I've gotten was outside the Marriott Hotel. Is that the Marriott? 
which is, you know, decent. Hey, people from out of town, so I'm helpful, ambassador to the city. Hey, yeah, absolutely, that is, you just, that's the Marriott Hotel. But the, the follow-up is pretty interesting. I got this once, once, where someone said, oh, how do I get there? Which, you know, I usually use the crosswalk. It's fine, right? Yeah. Um, anyway, so I'll okay, finish one since it's going so well with these. No, I'll do finish up with the, the Muir Woods uh, one. Ed, Muir Woods was a good one. We were leaving Muir Woods one time, and this one lady pointed out the window and said, hey, I just saw a bird. What kind of bird was it? I said, okay, I, do, do you see the bird now? No, it's gone. Okay. Uh, what did it, what kind of bird did it look like? A quail. And I said, it was probably a quail. And I knew it probably wasn't a quail because they're really rare. But you know what? She was happy. So I figured I'd done my job. And that's it. Thanks. Have a good night. <laughs> Space goes on. It's cold as ice. Michael Miles. Very good. I, I know. I, I just thought of a guy who shot fucking the other guy in the face when they were hunting quails. That's all. That's the only thing. Oh, you just look like you'd be that guy. But uh, it's... It was good. Thank you. I'm gonna do I'm gonna do some on deck action. So, cause I can't move around. On deck. So on deck is Mark Neuer. But before Mark Neuer, please give it up for the very wonderful, very elusive looking. I don't know. I just I like adjectives. Uh, capital Pokra. Thank you. I like that elusive looking. I like that a lot. Uh, it's 2018, you know. That's why. That's why I think girls should like short guys too. You said you didn't want short kids. I think girls should want short kids because it's 2018. You can't be big and brawny, trying to beat people up. You got to be a sneaky motherfucker. That's why you got to dress up elusive, stay on top of shit. Uh, James left. I was going to talk to him for a second. He started his set off, and I just I can't get this image out of my head. He said, I think he said he saw, he was at Folsom. He saw a black man with a white man suspended in front of him, upside down, sucking his dick, and the black dude was sucking the white dude's dick. And I think that's beautiful, cause it's black people and white people getting together to do some Chinese shit. They making yin yangs. That's beautiful. <laughs> This is how we solve the racial divide. Black people and white people need to get together and become Chinese. We will never have a war again, I swear to God. I swear, we might even bring Barack Obama back. It'll be great. I'm fucking tired. <laughs> what? That's how we made Obama. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> um, he could be Chinese. I'm not going to start down that road. That's dangerous. That's motherfucking dangerous. You got to be careful out here. It's 2018. You got to be elusive. Uh, I'm tired as hell. I did the math earlier. You're supposed to sleep, what, like eight hours a night? It's fucking Friday. You should have got, what, like 40 hours of sleep by now? I got 11. I work from 6 to 2.30 so that I can have my afternoons to do comedy. And it's fucking, it's getting to me. This week's been bad, too. So last night was really bad. I almost witnessed a murder. I swear to God. That would have been some bullshit. I don't got time for that. Don't worry, though. Motherfucker got murdered, but I almost had to witness it, bro. It would have been a game. Let me, let me tell you the story. I was going to bed, right? Or I was in bed. I was falling asleep. And I hear some fighting right outside my window. 
like motherfucking cats fucking like that kind of screeching fighting like yelling at each other i'm pretty sure they were people because they were using words um but i wanted to check plus i figured you know i'm trying to sleep best way to stop this if i join the conversation i'm looking at you because the only one motherfucker i don't know in here i'm pretty i think i've seen you before i know your face you're pretty you're easy to remember um i don't I recognize you too. I think I've seen you once before. I love your dog. Um, your dog should be in here. That would make my life a lot better. Um, shit, I forgot my joke. Fuck that joke. It's 2018. You got to be elusive. You can't give them all your jokes. They're going to steal them. Um, fuck work. Motherfucking, I work in the deli. We make rotisserie chickens. And the motherfucking rotisserie blew up. Swear to God, like three feet from me, the doors blew open and flames flew out of the ship, like six feet. Like if I was standing in front of it, I wouldn't have a butt no more. I don't got much of one anyways, but I got to keep what I got left. It would have been bad. Um, so then I told my boss and she was like, oh, don't like, don't worry. That's normal. That happens sometimes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, cool. As long as it's normal, I'm good with it. You know. As long as it happens regularly, I'm going to just know never to shit. I had confidence in myself that I would rip off that. Why? Why I've been doing this too long to know that I can't rip <laughs> at all. That's my light. I'm planning on it. I was trying to think of something funny. <laughs> but we just established I can't do that. Apparently, y'all ain't agreeing with me. And I don't like this. I like to be agreed with. So I'm going to say something that everybody agrees with right now. What does everybody agree with? That's a dangerous road to get down. I'm not going to start down that again. Oh, here's one. Donate to Mutiny fucking Radio. I'm not. I'm broke as hell. I don't got no cash. But I will be back tomorrow to again not donate. Because shit ain't going to change. It's Friday. If I ain't got paid today, I ain't going to be paid tomorrow. But I'm going to put a 20 in there as soon as I got some money. Give it up for your host, Jade Zero. Yes. Capital is telling you to donate money. See, it's a pun. Okay. Oh, that's not even a good pun. Don't. Yeah. See, that was that was appropriate. Oh man, he was so elusive. He even lost himself at the end. No, oh, that was great. That was great. I'm just kidding. That was great. That was, that was great. On Dex Peter Bomber, but before that, your next comic is going to be on my roast on November 27th. He tries to win my love so much that it's just a do- I love that he tries that. That's what I love. I love him. Everyone, please give it up for Mark Neuer. Make a love for Jade. Make a love for capital P, Ness. It's capital P, Ness. Middle name's P, last name's Ness. 
like miss, but with an N and one less of an S. There's nothing in this world that I love more than cutting off a Tesla. Nothing. I'm a dick. And there's nothing more that I, than I, in this world that I love than turning off your fucking car. Thank you. No, it's amazing. You cut off a Tesla, it's automatic. In the fucking jeans. It's in its goddamn DNA. It shuts the fuck down. It says, there's a car in front of you. Stop. Bam. Done. All you're hearing is click, 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 click. Hazard's light. Hazard light. Fuck. Hazard lights. Amazing. Nothing that makes me more fucking joyful than some goddamn hazard lights. You know when that thing stops? I've cracked the code. You know what happens? It starts doing the Macarena. Did I say that too white? Is it the Macarena? I don't know. Is that a nut? I'm not sure. You want to smoke weed? You ever smoke so much weed you got to take three extra showers? Take an extra shit? You ever take those 45-minute edible shits? Because you're afraid if you push too hard, your head will explode? You obviously do not smoke or eat enough cannabis. You ever have to call your brother, apologize for calling retarded his entire childhood? No? Not, not you, no? Just me. You're like, don't call him retarded. He's not retarded. He has a lazy eye. It's different. Fuck it, I'm half retarded. He's got the lazy eye. I got the little dick. Happens like that. You're like, Mark, don't say retarded so much. Dog, I was in special ed for fucking the entire school year. <laughs> I fucking did my time, bitch. I could say whatever the fuck I want. Max said he told me, he pulled me aside. I was, he, was, he was real, he was like, I gotta talk to you. I was like, about what? He's like, are, are you mad at the audience? <laughs> Do you not like the audience? I was like, why would you think that? What would make you think this? Is there, am I, am I angry? I'm not, I'm just fucking high. And I'm on a stage in front of fucking people. <laughs> I could fucking explode at any minute. Like literally body parts on you. There's a wall behind me that I didn't know was that close. I'll be honest with you. <laughs> yeah, I never realized I had claustrophobia until I got a girlfriend. That sounds like a sexist joke. It's not. We just cuddle and then it's like, I'm fucking way too close to you. <laughs> I gotta fucking get in a bubble. 
I will end with, uh, is that my like get the fuck off now joke or fucking uh, light? Uh, no, I saw it. I saw it. I'm going to put a bunch of $2, one, two $1 bills in there. Um, but I'm going to end with like the, the joke that's currently working the best, which is I, I'm a horrible, terrible employee. My manager says, Mark, I want you to clean this table till you can eat off of it. I eat ass. That's a really fucking, that's a, that's a really low bar to set for me. I don't know how clean you want the, there's going to be some tissue left on the table. You just move that to the side. You just pretend you didn't even see it. Because if you, if you acknowledge it, it exists. If you don't, if you just do this maneuver right here, and put it on her butt cheek, it doesn't, it's all good. Everything's fine. There's more to that joke that I can't remember right now. Not that it matters. My name is Mark Neuer. Make it loud for Jade. And definitely come out. Uh, come out. I'm going to plug her, her show real quick because it's a, it's a big deal. It's her birthday. And I'm going to be talking a bunch of shit about her, uh, which is going to be great. I'm going to tell a story about giving her a, a flat tire, which people that walk behind people that walk know what that is. Now you're right so different. Now you can't tell. You already told it. No, she didn't get it when I was like, I gave you a flat tire. She looked at me funny. I was like, oh, let me explain it. It was like a weird colloquialism from some like. See, this is the whole special ed thing. I don't know what that word means. So. All right. Give it up for Jade. Mark Noyer won as well. I. I like Mark Noyer because he thinks he's Bill Hicks. I like that. He thinks he's got it in his head. And that's why he's still getting up and going on stage. He needs that confidence, even though his jokes are not Bill Hicks. Oh, okay. I, they're different. You, you matter. You matter. You matter. Okay. <laughs> on deck is Max Eddie, but before that, your next comic looks British, but I don't actually know if he is. Everyone, Peter Ballmer! Hello, how are we doing tonight? <laughs> Not British, fuck yeah. All right, I haven't gotten that before. That was cool. Um, I did. I used to work on a golf course. I was a caddy for a golf course, and that was that was a fun that was a fun little job. Uh, being being a golf caddy is a lot like being a stripper, because most of the job is just keeping old men company. You get paid mostly in tips, and if you hit the top of your game, then you're working for Tiger Woods. So it was a fun, fun thing for me. Uh, when I started, I was really excited about golf jokes. You hear a lot about golf jokes is a thing, apparently. Uh, I was pretty disappointed. It's not, not a very funny place, the golf course, as you'd, you'd probably guess. Uh, like, I, um, one time I was caddying for this threesome, yeah. which is not, that's not even a funny thing. That's, they were like, oh, we have a threesome today. You could, I'm like, is this... That's hilarious. And they're like, no, no, no. That's just a uh, fucking a thing that happens. You'll hear like grown ass businessmen be like, oh yeah, I got a threesome today with Bill and Ted. We're going to have balls in the air at 4 p.m. It's going to be great. And I'm like, what the fuck? How is this? So I was, I was doing it and the, guy, and the jokes, they're always cracking jokes. Jokes are not very funny. Like one of the big ones that you hear when you're catering is uh, if you see one guy will go up and he'll hit a shot and it'll not go that far. And then another guy will turn to him and go, ha Good one, Bill. Is your wife playing with us today? Ah. Ah. Uh, he fucking loved that one. He's a golf show guy. And 
think I, I it's not that funny of a joke. I feel like women golf threesomes are probably a lot funnier because I like to imagine a situation where you have a bunch of women playing golf. One woman hits a shot, doesn't go that far. And then another woman turns her and she goes, wow, that was so short. Was that your drive or your husband's cock? Boom. Ah, okay, sweet. Yeah, uh, I tried to get on the golf joke action myself. One time I was caddying for this guy, and uh, he hit a shot and went way to the right, like way to the right. He's like, ah. And uh, he goes, he tees me up perfectly. Golf joke, bam. Uh, he goes, ah, you know, Peter, there was, uh, there was nothing right about that shot. It was all all wrong, nothing right. And I go, actually, Mr. Harmeyer, because that was his name, I think your shot was too right. Ah. <laughs> And I bombed a lot at open mics, but I've never had a worse reception to a joke than what he did to me after that. Because he goes, I'll never forget this. He goes, uh, he looks at me, he goes, <laughs> good one. No tip that day, guys. No, no tip. Not that fun. I, uh, I flew somewhere recently. Yeah, not, not trying to brag, just trying to set up a joke. Uh, and I was, I was leaving, and my roommate was like, hey, have a safe flight which is a weird thing to say to a person. Yeah, I was gonna have a safe flight. I'd planned on that. Why'd you have to inject danger in this situation? Uh, this bothered me, so I looked it up. Only one out of four million plane rides crash, which is pretty good odds. For contrast, 450 people die in America every year from falling out of bed at night. Yeah, I looked that up an hour ago. I'm not lying. So now, whenever somebody says to me, hey, have a safe flight, I'll say, yeah, don't die in your sleep tonight. Thanks. All right, sweet. I don't actually say that. It's a joke. It's a joke. I should, though. All right, that was not that good. Um, I like meeting new people. Anybody here like meeting new people? Sweet. Yeah, lots of people. Sweet. Okay, cool. I had to meet all of you guys at one point. It was fun. Um, I like meeting new people, but like in small doses, you know? So I like meeting one new person because then they're in my domain right it's like me and a bunch of people and they have to like sit there but like you don't know any of the stories or the people we're talking about or the places that we're talking about just sit there like an immigrant at the dmv be like ha you have to be here now suck it oh, that's something in my throat that was bad um but uh, some, I hate it when I'm in that situation. It's like me and 12 dudes I don't know. And then like you're just sitting there. You have no idea what the fuck's going on. And then like one of the guys will try to be nice to you. So he'll turn and he'll, like start talking to you about sports, which is terrible because I know nothing about sports. And sports conversations are also a terrible way to get to know people because I don't know if you guys have had a sports conversation. But how it goes is basically one person will be like, hey, fact about sports. And then the other person will be like, oh, yeah another fact about sports and the other person would be like ah third fact about sports and you kind of keep going this way for a long time and then you can both walk away and be like yeah that guy was fucking awesome all right okay cool that's all i'm doing today sweet thanks guys oh you're in seattle yeah. oh, never mind. He, he looked like the one kid in my yearbook, who was on the golf team, and I didn't even know we had a golf team. I was like, so it, it should have been. I don't know. This is the first time I've ever found golf entertaining. I was watching your set. Thank you for that. That was, that was good. All right. Okay, on deck is Alyssa, but before that, this next comic is also going to be on my roast. I cannot wait. To collect the bobblehead of him. Everyone, Max Eddie. Hey, 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 hey. 
Yo, keep it going for Jade. I'm gonna roast the I'm gonna roast the the S word out of her, dude. I'm gonna roast it right out. I don't even know how your S word comes out, because uh, you're in that chair all the time. Where do you poop? Got her. Uh, November 27th. Okay, you're gonna hear roasts like that. Stop laughing, Mark. Don't, man. Uh, Mark, has anyone ever told? Exactly, dude. Are you? S word. Oh, it's uh, us. Poo poo. Is it? Okay, I'm sorry. Um, okay. Uh, fuck, I'm trying to... No, I gotta not... I don't have my roast jokes. I didn't do this. Okay. Um, mission accomplished. I'm, a, I'm bisexual, you guys. That's something about me. Um, I feel, it's weird saying that at open mics because I've literally told all of you that multiple times. Like, I've come out to you guys like a thousand times more than my mom, which is weird. That's weird. But... Um, now I've realized I've realized when I tell my friends I'm by though, like I get to hear all the stereotypes that they made up about bi folks, uh, which is interesting because it's like we don't have our own stereotypes. Like the only thing people have done or can do is just like half the gay ones. There's like, oh, you just like wear denim on top, like shit like that. Um, oh, you watch half of RuPaul, like that's. Just shit like that, just dumb stuff. But I realized that, like some people just kind of make up their own out of thin air. Like I told my one friend I was by, he's like, "Oh, dude, you're fucking by. Like, dude, that's fucking dope, dude. Dude, by dudes get laid all the time. You are gonna be swimming in that." And uh, I that has unfortunately not been the case. Uh, <laughs> hasn't really come through. I would love to swim. I would love to swim, but they're. No one is inviting me to their pool parties. That's, actually, I don't like saying that because that sounds like I'm trying to get invited to an actual pool party. It sounds like I'm trying to fuck kids. That's weird, I don't like that. Not gonna do that. Roasted myself there. <laughs> Max, you're a pedophile. No, no, I'm not. Good roast though. Um, that was fine. I am on the apps, I'm on the apps, uh, the tinned, the bump. Uh, yeah, no, it's actually, it's fun being bi on Bumble because like with women, same shit, uh, woman messages first, easy peasy. But with guys, uh, what they do, since the women is supposed to message first, uh, if it's two guys, either one can message first. So it ends up being like a staring contest to see who's gonna be the bottom. Just, and like, I don't, I don't. So I'm, I'm just, I've got like six messages just piled up like, not today. Like, no, I, I eat Taco Bell regularly. Like this is, I'm not giving that up for you, Chet. With two T's. That's one. But uh, what else do I have? Um, oh, I realize there's so many people on these apps who have, especially like girls. Girls always have pictures of them petting a tiger. And I just, uh, I just, I went to Laos. I'm petting a tiger. Where are all these tigers coming from? The, t tigers are endangered, you guys. Is there, wh where, who, what are they doing? Where, I bet tigers hate those bitches. That's, okay, no, 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 that's funny, that's fair. Um, it's a hot room, it's a hot room. Um, what am I doing, what else? Oh, do you guys, I gotta, you know, let's just fucking get philosophical, dude. Let's just do this right now. Do you guys believe in second chances? By applause. Yeah, or quiet nodding. Yeah, it depends. What does it depend on, Brosif? I don't know, you just kill my whole family? Like, what the fuck? 
did you like did you take my house am i homeless now like what oh yeah dude you're homeless roast got her um uh, got her now i actually i used to not at my home. <laughs> wait you don't live at delirium uh, i thought i thought like you and we're all just kind of like just like under the pool tables and just like we're out. <laughs> it's monday no um, that's, that's the office Oh, okay, gotcha. We That's rent, fair. We rent that space. Fuck yeah, dude. Yeah. But now I honestly like I realize I I do not believe in second chances because a couple months ago I started playing Grand Theft Auto and I know what I'd do with second chances. You know what I'm saying? Like if I if I had like second chances in my life, like if I got to just reset shit all the time, it would be fucked up. Like you'd see on the news like breaking news for the fourth time this week a prostitute was murdered. By rocket launcher fire. Like, crazy shit. Okay, um, let's go do comedy in front of real people. Guys, have a good night. Now, Max, Eddie's trying to be Bill Hicks. What the fuck? Is that all? Is that everyone's strategy for approaching my roast? Like, try and be Bill Hicks? Is that what's... That... It's a a philosophy. That's fine. My roast failed. My roast failed. I like Max Eddie. He challenged my honor. That's why he's on the. Do you remember that night? We're all in a circle. I think it was outside HQ or Mutiny or something. And you're like, I challenge your honor. And you had this big old smile on your face. I just could not say no. Oh, yeah. oh it's so beautiful. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. All right. On deck. On deck is Matthew Quirk. But before that. She's also on my roast. This is going to be the roast extravaganza. I, I have a lot of jokes for you. I just, I'm not ready. I'm just not ready. It's okay. It's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. It's okay. I want to listen to Western Wind. I hate Halloween. So glad that's over. Fucking hate all the holidays. Why are these faggots dressing up like faggots? Why are they doing that? Why are they just running around in these little pumpkin costumes? Why are these assholes? I don't get it. Why are we giving fucking candy to children who already have diabetes, right? Like, that's not fair. I feel like we should just start giving drugs to drug addicts. I feel like that would be better. Getting kids started on sugar. I'm just, I'm really happy it's over. I got drunk. I did not dress up. I got really wasted. And then I threw up on an ATM. That was my Halloween. It was like right on the ATM, you guys, like right where you put the card in and right where the keypad is, just like right on it. Like I wasn't even trying that hard. And I was like, that is some, that was really good vomiting, you guys. If you're going to vomit, make it count, you know, vomit on something that's actually, you know, people are using that. That was an ATM in downtown San Francisco. That is a thing that gets used. Anyway, I felt like I was a part of like, you know, whatever that is, the, the machine we're trying to, what are we doing with the machine, you guys? Something with the machine. Are we hurting it? Uh, I don't no, we're vomiting on the machine. That's what we're doing. Uh, I am depressed. I don't know. I think I just did a lot of cocaine. I honestly don't know if I'm depressed or if I just depleted. I feel like cocaine is depressed. Like cocaine equals depression. I don't know. Do you guys ever do a lot of cocaine and then you're just sad for three days? Like, yeah. Why are we doing this to ourselves? I didn't even have any fun. My girlfriend who did the coke just cried about how she's stuck in a terrible relationship. She can't get laid. She's actually gay. She's actually gay. She's with a man. She's freaking out. She's like, I'm trapped in this house with this man. 
She wasn't having any fun. Why did we do this? I don't understand why we did this. We just had $180. We spent $180 so that I could find out that you're fucking gay and you're living with a man. Anyway, um, and you're going to stay there. You're just going to stay there. You're not going to do anything about it. Like, you just wanted to do the cocaine so you could cry about that. Like... What the fuck, man? I just think we all need to quit doing drugs. I think that's what we need to do. I told her, I told her, I said, I think you need to just stop. I mean, I'm going to stop. I only did the cocaine for you because I, I couldn't deal with hearing you cry about how you've been a lesbian for the last 20 years and you won't fuck. You've never eaten a pussy. How do you even know you're gay? You've never even fucking eaten pussy. How do you know you're a dyke, dyke? Just go eat a fucking pussy. Like, don't eat. Just do it. Just stop. Why are we in the closet? We shouldn't be in closets anymore, you guys. Why are there gay people still lying about being gay? Are you in the closet? Is there anyone in here who's gay that needs to just tell somebody? Because I feel like you should have already done that. Do that. Like, 10 years ago, everybody was doing it. It was totally okay. Anyway, my best friend is gay. And she's in the closet. And she likes cocaine. And I don't like it. I don't like it. Uh, it makes me very sad. And then I got a cold. Okay, I met this lady uh, the other night. Really cool lady. So we're going to set the scene here. We're at a bar. I'm just sitting there minding my own goddamn business. And there's this lady who refuses to sit down. So she's standing like right next to me, kind of hovering. And then there's this man who's sitting there like this. He looks like a nice man, but his head's down. It's been down the whole time. I have no idea that these two people know each other, right? Old lady hovering, old man just sitting there. And then I start texting, and I'm texting with one thumb, and she goes, oh my god, you're a one-thumb texter? That's just like me. I'm a one-thumb texter, too. Yeah, everyone thinks I'm so strange, but I just can't do it with two thumbs, you know? And I'm like, well, I've always been a one-thumb texter, and I, I really don't text that much, so I don't feel like it matters, right? She's like, you don't text that much? What do you mean you don't text that much? That's the only way people talk anymore. I mean, how are you going to talk to people if you don't text? What is your problem, lady? And I'm like, li literally, I just, don't, I just don't like it. I can't understand things. I don't get the context. I don't get the cadence. I don't get anything. I have to read it five times and I just misinterpret it and I think everyone's angry, right? Every time I get a text message, I think they're angry and then the husband goes, yep, that's how I, I, I don't like it either. I uh, prefer phone calls and then he puts his head back down and then she goes, what's wrong with you people? You really need to get with the times. You need to get with the times. I mean, you're only 60. God, you're only 60 and how old are you? I'm like, whoa, me? I, well, obviously, I'm fucking 60, right? Like, duh, I'm fucking 60. She's like, you are not 60. I, I'm not even gonna believe that. I mean, I just turned 49 and I'm really upset about it but, you know, let's not talk about that. I feel like I'm in shape. I'm a runner. I am a runner. I did pull a hammy though. I pulled a hammy the other day and oh my God, that was just 16 months ago. I pulled this hammy and it just hurts. It's hurt the whole time for 16 months. It doesn't get any better. And, uh, and then, and then I went to Mexico and guess what? When I was in Mexico, my hammy didn't hurt at all. It felt great. And I was thinking, oh my God, it's over. I'm better. And then I go back to work and I sit back down and I'm like, oh my fucking God, this hammy, this hammy is just getting at me again. And I realized it's the sitting. It is the sitting. I have been sitting. I need to stand up. So I went to my chiropractor guy or whoever, whatever he is, I don't know, but he said that I need a standing desk. So I got a note and now today, well, I'm an executive, so uh, I got to leave early and they're installing a standing desk. I'm getting a standing desk today. So my hammy is going to get much better and I can go back to running. But anyway, what's the deal with you not texting? Like I said, you really need to get with the times. Like, you know what I loved? I loved the Blackberry. Did you have a Blackberry? I just loved the Blackberry. It was amazing. I mean, I could feel the little buttons. I could feel the little buttons. I could feel them. You can't feel anything with these iPhones. I mean, don't get me wrong. I really love my iPhone, but, and then I don't know how this changed to, uh, somehow I told her I was Canadian because I'm Canadian, you guys. I just got my citizenship. I'm Canadian now. I got the best passport in the goddamn world. If you want to marry me, it's going to cost you 50 grand. And, uh, anyway, 
So we started talking about passports, and she goes, well, he, he, I never get his name, she's Dawn, but uh, he, he's South African. He could have a South African passport, but he doesn't, he doesn't do it, you know, because it's too much paperwork. It's too much paperwork, and he just wanted to do the paperwork. And then he looks up, and he goes, how many fucking passports do you need? Puts his head back down. Anyway, uh, then finally it ended on, uh, so uh, are you one of the comedians tonight? And I told her, uh, I told her no, and I ran away. <laughs> have a good night, you guys. Westland is like the drug that I took and then immediately regretted right when I took it. That was great. Oh yeah, I, I, I gotta promote it. I gotta promote it. I gotta make it happen. Okay, your next comedian is the leprechaun that I met when I was nine, Matthew Quirk. Yeah, stealing all my punchlines before I get up here. Oh, wait. Oh, I'm sorry. On deck is Jeremy. And then Matthew Quirk. Go. Okay. All right. Uh, so anyway, the other day, uh, Jade was, I don't know, we were smoking or drinking. So anyway, you were drooling in some way. And she's like, hey, could you wipe my mouth for me? And I'm like, okay. And I start working at my sleeve. And she's like, no, no, your hand, your hand. And I'm like, okay. And she like rubs her face up against my hand, like in very seductive. She's like, oh, she rubs up against it. And then she rolls off to go hang out with this trick that she met on Bart. And I'm like, God damn, this bitch is trying to cuck me right here in front of delirium. She's just totally punking me out to go screw some other guy. Anyway, I wish Mark was still sitting right there. I was going to say you guys look like the before after of some carjacking diet or something like that. You guys are you're dressed exactly alike there. Anyway, what's up, Dick Cheney? Carjacks. Dick Cheney, right? That's what you're trying to say. Look like Dick Cheney, the guy. Yeah. You're welcome. And uh, by the way, Alyssa, thanks for the formula to your best friend there. Thanks for the key to the lock there. Just a little cocaine, and she's ready to go. By the way, (laughs) you said she's not out yet. That's what I heard. Anyway, the best part about cocaine is talking about the last time you did cocaine while you're currently doing cocaine and all the rest of it sucks. That's all it's good for. I'm the one who regrets doing cocaine. Okay, cool. Clean, clean livers, you guys. I do, but it wasn't topical. She was just talking about cocaine, so I had to, had to scramble. You know how it is. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Anyway, I love fucking Halloween. I'm sorry to hear you don't like it. I love Halloween, man. The only thing I don't like about Halloween, it's like it's really tough. I was Joe Dirt this year for Halloween. Yeah. Uh, but I wanted to just be Joe Dirt. But I had to be sexy Joe Dirt, you know. That's how it is nowadays. I couldn't just be Joe Dirt. Nobody with that. I was accused of cultural appropriation being Joe Dirt and all. You know, it's tough out there for a cis white male. What are you going to do for costumes? I might have been culturally appropriating, but at least I was punching up, right? I was thinking about something else. What? No, this isn't a conversation. I'm supposed to die up here without no, comment. I'm, not the one. I'm terrible. I'm sorry. <laughs> David Spade is doing well. Yeah. David Spade is doing well. Wow, that's a sure, that sure helped out my costume two days ago. 
Anyways, who here's doing Movember? That's where guys grow a mustache in a fundraising attempt to... You ladies can join in, too. Grow a mustache. Feel free. It's 2018. Anyway, it's a fundraising thing for, like, prostate cancer and whatever. I think I already have one. At 50, you start getting a little hair down there. Anyway, so... How about the troops going to the border, huh, guys? Which border? Yeah, to Mexico to go shoot unarmed people. I saw a rock is going to be the new get-out-of-jail-free card for shooting people. It's great. Did you hear President Trump said that throwing a rock will be considered the same aggression level as shooting a rifle? So the army will open fire on you if you throw a rock at him. Really? I know, I'll yell at the heckler right after. <laughs> yeah, so anyway. And on that good note, is everyone hey, do, voting here? Do like two more. Okay. Is everyone voting here? Clap if you're voting. All right, that's close. Oh, you fucking millennials. God damn it. Have you learned nothing? This is why we can't rely on you guys for shit. I mean, how come you're not voting? You don't need to not vote to do that. I come with the mad. Why are you not voting? No. Okay, that's the lamest excuse ever, and now we deserve the Armageddon that we get. All right, guys, live it up quick. You got 10 more years. Peace out. I really want you to open your fanny pack and pull out Another little version of you that's just going to grow and vote in place of capital. Are you actually going to show us his penis? Because don't do that. That's a metaphor. She just he me. This is he too. That's good. I like that. What about z too to the gender queer? All right. Um, your next comedian is, thank you. <laughs> Is, I mean, uh, she saved my life, but I think her dog might kill me one day. Please give it up for Jenny Roberts. Matthew Quirk, I love that you hear about a closeted monogamous lesbian, and your first thought is, I have Coke money. <laughs> like, like uh, obviously, I have nothing going on in my life, but this is going to work out. This, this woman I have never laid eyes on and who is a lesbian, and who's trapped in a monogamous relationship. This is the shit that's gonna, this is the shit that's gonna fucking work out for me. All right. Um, can you come and do that exact joke at the roast so I can do that fucking exact joke on Matthew Quirk? Um, Daniels are fucking me up. Uh, I just, I'm like going through all the, I'm trying to like weed through all the, I'm Bill Hicksing, so shut up. I'm a Bill Hicks. Shut up. No, shush. You're done. Your hosting position is finished. I'm busy Bill Hicksing. I'm Bill Hicks. Okay. Uh, b- uh, like I'm trying to weed through like all the you know the, like uh, you know when you open up your computer and you go there's like 50 tiny programs running that I didn't know existed. I have to shut them all. 
Like I'm trying to go through all the like biological version of the shit that's just been nagging at me since I was two and I can't even figure out what the fuck it is and there's just too many famous people. Do you ever get fucked about how many famous people there are? Like just Daniels alone, Aykroyd and Elfman and Bonaducci and DeVito and fucking Danny Aiello and Danny Baldwin and Dan fucking Brown and Dan Rather and there's too many fucking like name name me two Dans in your life quick two Dans Steel, Steely Dan and fucking Daniel Boone and goddamn all the fucking Dan there's like you know 40 people like you know 40 people and you could name me 2,000 celebrities today, like no problem, you could just sit down. You could write me who's who. Like it's not good, it's really not good for us. Like it's just not Dan Auerbach and <laughs> fucking Dan Castellanata and Dan, Daniel Day-Lewis and Daniel Craig and Daniel fucking Radcliffe, there's too many. Name me a Daniel, does anyone know a Daniel? It's Propaganda. I'm saying it's not real. <laughs> There's too many. <laughs> that guy. But he's not famous. No one cares about him. No one. No, it's Daniel's not enough. No one gives a shit. Anyway, Daniels are, are messing me up. And uh, all the shit that we're taught. Like, I think, I think they teach us duck, duck, goose as a prelude to capitalism. Like, that's how they look. Like, that's why they teach you that when you're so, you need to know that one of you is not going to fucking make it. Every single round. One of you, one of you. Like, it's really funny to me that people, like, read about the history of human sacrifice and they go, how could anyone, how could anyone sacrifice someone so the fields, could, it's barbaric, so the field, I don't understand it. Like, how could you watch the world kill everybody. All right, it's not funny. How's everyone doing? Like Santa Claus is fucked up too. Like they just want you to be used to the fact that people are gonna tell you some weird shit and you're just gonna go with it. You've gotta just, yes, in a red suit. Mm-hmm, he's gonna eat the cookies. Yeah, no, he's gonna, I know we're in an apartment, honey, but he's gonna come down, he's gonna come down the chimney. I don't know, baby, maybe he'll use the fucking furnace lines. He'll come in through the vent and he's gonna, he's gonna give you free shit for one day out of the year. I don't, he feels like it. I don't know, that's his bag. Some people do drugs, Santa. <laughs> Santa gives free shit to people one day out of the year because he fucking feels like it. because some dude died for you, some guy died. No wonder conservatives love Christianity so much because they dig that human sacrifice, like they're into it. They fucking love it. They love it so much that their whole worldview is built on is someone has to die so I can have this third yacht city. This is how, oh, thank fuck, there's my light. I'm out of Hicks. Thanks so much, bye-bye, bye-bye. <laughs> good i i can't i don't want to roast yet i don't want to roast yet <laughs> it's this is a terrible promo for the roast that is on november 27th at mlk cafe because i love journey so much i haven't found a reason to hate it yet i will don't worry i have three weeks you're next 
comedian or any of you ready? Do you guys want to relax for a minute? You're so ready. I you're Oh my god. He's got a book, he's got a face. He's got an audience member. She finally came in. But that's okay. On deck is Jackie Pearl. But everyone, Orion loves me. That's slant-eyed catfish. Arjun, fucking take a seat, man. We're not going to figure out the logistics of your career right now. We're not getting there. Hell yeah. Thank you, Jade. Beautiful introduction. That's my name. Orion, unusual name. A lot of people out hear my name and want to know what that means. Well, it means my parents were fucking stoners. That's what that fucking means. Yeah, no, there's something going on out there? Should I comment on it? Oh, mean. I fucking stand I stand angular god damn it man we were just looking for parking for like 15 minutes I'm pissed uh yeah I wasn't I wasn't named I went unnamed for for like five days after I was born that's how fucking stoned my parents were and finally someone told him like hey like you have to name that thing and they were like oh Ryan oh We'll go with that. Yeah, one thing I learned with this name, you people were not ready for the O before Ryan. You guys would much rather prefer Ryan. And by you people, I mean every Starbucks employee I've ever met. And my uncle, Richard. Who also coincidentally works at Starbucks. Every time he calls me Ryan, though, I found out the perfect comeback. He calls me Ryan, and then I say... Get a more respectable job. You're like 50. You shouldn't be at Starbucks anymore. Yeah, it's sad. Cool. Hell yeah, you guys ready for a fire, a fire new joke? Shut up, Warshaw. You shut your mouth. You tell him. You I, want more, I want more Starbucks material. God damn it. More Starbucks material. Starbucks, Tinder, Uber. Let's fucking do it. Man, I walked into a bar the other day. Got carded. Can you believe that? Got carded right at the door. So I pulled out the... God damn it. There's a fucking parade going on outside. Hell yeah. I'm going to start this joke over for you guys. Hell yeah. What's up, Alyssa? What's up, Mr. Muscles? Looking good? Yeah, so I walked in this bar. I got carded, huh? Can you believe that? I got carded, me, right at the door. So I pulled out the Ace of Clubs. Turns out that guy hates magic. I was like, hey man, don't get mad at me. You were the one thinking of the Ace of Clubs. <laughs> I couldn't believe, couldn't believe how many free bagels I found the other day. You know who else couldn't believe it? The guy at the bagel store. I was like, Hey man, look at, can you believe this amount of free bagels I just got? And he was like, those aren't free. I was like, you just need to believe. I'm dating a young woman. That's what's going on in my life right now. I'm dating a young woman. It's hard. She's very insecure. I don't really know how to comfort her. I'm like, I'm, I'm just like, hey, look, okay, look, no one's good at acro yoga at 20, which is fucking bullshit, right? I was so good at acro yoga at 20 years old. 
Uh, yeah, cool. Lots of movies recently. Been watching movies. You guys like movies? That's awesome. I watched this movie, Toy Story. You guys heard of this movie? And then immediately watched The Boy in the Striped Pajamas. And it got me thinking, like, damn, those toys didn't do anything to prevent the Holocaust. They didn't even mention the Holocaust. And then they had the nerve to make a Toy Story 2 and a Toy Story 3. It didn't say shit about the Holocaust. Now, I know what you guys are thinking, like, hold on, those movies don't take place in the same time frame. And to that, I say, I don't know that for sure. So I'll still keep telling these jokes. All right, guys. (laughs) Well... (laughs) That was fucking it. Uh, give it up for me and your host, Jade. Uh, roast. Roast in November 20-something. Yes. Roast November 20-something. Orion Levine, he's very good. Another Bill Hicks type. We have a lot of Bill Hicks types tonight. I think it's the flannel. It's mainly the flannel. Okay. And he's now just... We're good. We're rolling along. You want your next comedian? Came in from far away. Came from the cold. Jackie Pearl. Oh, on on deck, on deck is uh, on deck is Jonah Pollock. Hey guys, how you doing? Um, I didn't even know I was getting up tonight. Okay, let's see. What do I want to do? No, no, I'm up. I'm up. I always come up. If you call my name, I come. You know, that's what happens. Um, call somebody else's name I come um let's see um I love that there's a female host tonight yes the hostess with the mostest um I love to see the girls out doing this shit because it's mostly still a boys club as we well know right right yeah pretty much um uh sometimes I'm the only girl in the room which uh, doesn't suck for me I just wish I knew about the only girls in the room back when I was in high school, because when I was in high school, I was so down to date, broke, bearded, 25-year-old potheads that still lived with their parents. It's not the dick I want anymore. I don't know what the dick I want anymore is, seriously. Um, I was married for 25 years, so I'm relearning all of this. I have three grown kids. Um, I recently divorced my cheating husband that make you yawn? <laughs> That's what I was doing. I left him. Uh, I moved from Honolulu to Sacramento and decided to become a stand-up comic because that's really a sound financial choice for those of you who don't know. Um, but it's a whole new world out here. Completely different fucking world, okay? Uh, I moved here right when pot became legal. It was crazy. I was like, I lived in Honolulu, so we basically ignored it for, I mean, it was just there. It was just part of the culture. Um, but I didn't smoke pot till I became a comic. There were a lot of things I didn't do till I became a comic. I didn't realize you could eat food at a gas station till I became a comic. Now, that's all I eat. It's not very good, but it's there. Um, but yeah, the, the whole world has changed. Um, like I said, I didn't smoke pot at all since I was in high school and I went to Vegas recently with a bunch of comics a bunch of broke bearded 25 year old potheads that still live with their parents yeah and uh, we did all kinds of things we went to strip clubs and we went to casinos wherever comedy was basically and uh, the MMAs were in town you guys know what those are 
Yeah, okay, martial arts, exactly. I had no fucking clue. Um, <clears throat> the Wayans brothers were in town. I, I love the Wayans brothers. And they woke me up at the crack of dawn, which is basically two o'clock in the afternoon for comics. And they said, hey, do you want to go to the Wayans? And I went, yes, let's go. So then they got me so high. Like, like so high like literally I had not smoked pot in 30 years I just went to my 35 year old 35 class reunion okay so so high like high enough that you almost need a Ouija board to like converse with the person next to you you know exactly what I'm talking about and we get there they take me to this big auditorium and Joe Rogan comes out and I'm like fuck I love Joe Rogan what's he doing here ah, he's a comic but my high brain went oh, fuck, fear ba factors back, and these guys are messing with me, right? No, that wasn't it. And then the bikini models came out. What? And then these two guys wearing um, surf trunks, tattooed up, no shirt on, came out. What, what I'm trying to tell you is that it took Hi Jackie 25 minutes to realize that I wasn't at the Wayans Brothers. They had taken me to the Wayans. Like the, U the MMA Wayans. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, yeah. So I'm not very good at getting high. I'm getting better at it. I've been doing a lot of practicing. It's just that back in my day, I have three grown kids. It's not like I'm leaving them Macaulay, home Macaulay Culkin style. I've, I raised them for export. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's how you should do it. Get them in and out. Um, but um, back in my day, I used to say to people, I used to say to my kids, you know, don't talk to strangers on the internet, right? Sound advice. Don't ever get in a stranger's car. And kids don't do drugs. And nowadays with my adult kids, I'm like, okay, mommy went online, she called you an Uber, get in that strange man's car and go to the dispensary and bring me some blueberry yum yum. Because mommy's had a really fucking tough day. Um, dating is all weird. You guys all do it online now. It's, it's, I had no idea. Back in my day, we used to actually meet in person. This is like, I feel like we've gone back, at, like, right? I feel like we've gone back in time. It's just a bunch of texting. It's like pen pals during World War II. Nobody actually ever meets. Um, and judging from what's in my DMs, it, it's basically a never-ending hot dog eating contest where the prize is just more fucking hot dogs. Don't send me that shit, guys. Seriously, if I wanted to see your dick, I would have you sign the consent form that's sitting by my bedroom door and come on in and you could show it to me. Um, but yeah, I'm learning all kinds of new vocabulary. I gotta let you see it, like right now. Right now, I'm lit. Are you lit? I'm out. Okay. I'm lit. Thank you, doll. Sorry. No, don't be sorry. Thank you. My name is Jackie Pearl. I was so excited to see Jackie Pearl come all the way out here for the mic. I was like, oh, of course you're going up. And then I was like, oh, all these wonderful people are pre-signed. And, and also, that was great. Everything is great. I'm having fun. Okay. Um, I thought I was going to put Jonah up, but you look way more ready. Are you ready? Hell yeah. Uh, uh, all right, Jonah. All right, Hosted by Jane, where right it is after, the law right of the jungle. Wait, am I going up? Well, okay, so because I said John on deck, but I didn't think he heard me. I, oh God, now I'm a horrible host. Oh, man. Wait, what? Can you guys do a duo set? Do you actually do you actually have like new material, or can you just do? Yeah, let's do the. Can we do something creative here? Come up. 
going to we're do gonna do you know you've seen that John Doerr and Wait, this is is this on you see John Doerr yeah. and Rory Scovel where they did the same set at the same time they did the same set at the same time no, did they different, they did different, different sets, sets at the same time okay? okay but let's do a set before everyone ends up on their phone okay so one <laughs> two three so the other day I was talking to this girl at a, no you also talked okay so the thing so is, the is girl, I don't really like dressing up for Halloween bar. I already spent the first 18 years of my life pretending to be somebody I wasn't real connection to her so I said to her she said to me she was like you know you'd uh, be I'm the perfect actually, guy Orthodox Jew. if uh, you were white like so I looked this so bitch right in her racist like eyes and really I tried to fuck her for another three hours uh, yeah, okay actually, look I really or I really thought I could make it happen look the bible says to love thine enemy and I tried it I did my best I really did I honestly thought I could overcome racism with my keep talking I could over overcome racism with my dick like Martin Luther King but instead I failed to overcome racism like Colin Kaepernick any what no I liked what we were doing it was really funny I really thought I'm distracted by the smell of chicken in here I am distracted I'm distracted by a lot of things but this is about being able to do your set without any input from the audience at all okay we are practicing for SNL where they don't look at you they don't pay attention to you they just stare blankly at you attention to SNL except writers at the Huffington Everybody Post. pays. It's a well-watched <laughs> show. Their YouTube videos get thousands to millions Jewish of views. That's Jewish media lies. The no Jewish media. SNL. Yo, what's the deal? We're not talking to each other. We're doing our set separately. I want to do it this way. Jonah, just play along. God damn it. Okay. <laughs> These are our characters. Anyways, the other day I was talking to my well, friend and he anyways, was like, yo, man, so I got laid using Tinder last night. Yell and I was age. like, you know, that's not that am. impressive. He used a I am 21. Hook, an, a hookup uh, map yeah, to get hooked up. Meth. You know what would be uh, fucking incredible? I'm, I'm is get getting laid on meth. Yelp. Now, that would be fucking incredible, dude. I don't even know how you do that. Like, five stars do this dick. Am I right? You love that joke. You love that joke. I don't know. You know, back in the day, I was in high school in health class. In health class, I learned one of the things they told us in order to get us to not drink was that underage drinking could lead to premarital sex. Which is a lot like saying to high schoolers, hey, Are don't deal drugs, argue? you might make a lot of money. Oh, well, Anyways. Okay, I'll just keep on proud of you. Okay, anyway. Um, Are you... Okay, I thought... Okay. Uh, okay. That's no. funny! That's funnier! Yes, that's good! We get ten minutes because it's two of us, but we lose a minute every time we make okay, eye contact. Don't look at me! Are you lighting us now? We get ten, Jade! Love the jungle! Uh, you think you think that we are subverting we are subverting comedy, okay? And part of subverting comedy is running the goddamn light. Okay. You think you I'm think you think Bo Burnham listens again. to the mic? Dude, Bo Burnham fucks the light, dude. He is the goddamn okay. light. And I am the light now. I go up. Not. Don't look at me. Okay. Hey, 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 hey. It's like when your parents conceived you. No eye contact. Am I right? Anyways, what's the The other, you know, oh my God. Here comes I don't understand why people complain about Indian food. They say it gives them the shits. But food should do that. You know what I mean? Like, you're not pooping after you eat. Then you see a doctor. If you haven't pooped Indian 
curator food. told Love you to do. Anyways, don't do that. You know no what's one, crazy no, though? No one likes Some white blues. Die white blues of are complications out. Like, due to find obesity. something else to sing along to in your car. Like, maybe they do eat some Kendrick so Lamar. Much maybe people are like, oh, this guy is woke. He has really good taste. And food shouldn't do that. Food should do that. Don't check in with me. I'm not checking in with him. I'm not checking in with him. I'm not making eye contact. I am not looking. Women be trying to change me. You know, women be showing you. You know, yo, you ever notice? Yo, did you ever notice? You know, have you ever noticed how like men and women are different? Yo, white people, white people, white people, white people, white people, keeps white people. They brush their teeth like this because you know we have to have money to pay Indian people, we brush our teeth like this. fucking take food from the earth to nourish ourselves because. Arjun, stop dancing. Uh, oh, no, no, I don't like this. I don't consent. Anyways, hell yeah. Okay, how much time have we done? Keep going. No, but how much time have we done? Of this I has know, been a deeply spiritually confusing because, process. Uh, that, was, that was a 10-minute light, so now you have like five minutes. Okay, Hell so yeah. we're doing okay. 45 minutes. We're doing 45. We're doing a special tonight, guys. Okay, are we actually oh, going to talk to each other? No, we're not talking to each other. Okay. We're not doing. We're not Moshe Kasher and what's his wife's name? Natasha Legero. <laughs> okay. We're not. Yeah. Okay. But if we not. were to be Moshe Kasher and Natasha Legero, who would be who? I would be. You would not be Natasha. Then. I would be. Natasha's the one who wears the gloves on stage. Yes. Right? I've seen. Okay, I just didn't know. Emma Dewey's that. That's good. She's famous. Dude, you know what? I could fuck with that because I really like Moshe's hair. Okay, like, what really the fuck happened to all dude, the parade noise? Can we address the fact that there was like a thousand people outside? And Yo, hey, dead what do silence? you do for a living? <laughs> okay, what do you do for a living? Uh-oh. Sir, uh, with the muscles, what do you do for a living? You do comedy for a living? Why you, are you, you here? <laughs> you engineer, like. Problems are like engineer solutions to problems, or like you just you, you make computer stuff. Oh, okay. How long you? What's you your been, favorite computer program? Years, then? Oh, okay. Well, what? What? Go. There are so many better no, no, shows than pay. What's What's a program you just love? Running? You know, like, like they you pay got you up money. and you're like, dude, like this my the mutiny show. You're gonna do it for the what people on the show. Slamming? Like, it's it's like a fun time, but it's definitely not if you're trying to make a living. Mutiny shows are maybe not whatever. What other? Where are you from? Here. But where you do comedy? I'm based out of Northern California. Oh, where in Northern California? There's. I've never heard. Oh, you're sack comic. Okay, sack. That's basically. Yeah. That's where you mostly do comic. Okay. Anyways, that's cool. All right, Jay. What do you currently do for a living? You guys ever realize that women be shopping? Women be shopping. What's your number one category? Anyway, I don't know. That wasn't too helpful of an interaction. You're passionate about this. Tell me about your recruiting job. You love so much. Do you still have an ego left to kill that you need to like? Oh yeah, I love titties. You like titties? Titties. A titties. Enormous. Anyways, what's on the line? You get to murder one person to serve is your ego your who is it i re- forgot kidding? i was trying to remember but hey what's Anyone the deal with being, what's deal with being you? married oh dude i don't you know what you know millennials you are actually anybody? getting married less maybe this is uh, why you haven't gotten farther in life you're not prepared to literally statistics get other people's blood about divorce hands. you know what i mean i'm just you saying know, we're, uh, we're really the first generation with the full picture and we really are you a comedian go on the internet and be like oh how long have you been doing comedy anyways capital a year how's your job go how come you aren't better i'm sorry i don't know what I'm, uh, I'm uh, honestly, how do you pay the for bills? this point, I think we've lost steam. I think I think it's over. You have another job? I think job? now that we're doing... Uh, yeah. Are you, hey, wait, are you the Dread Pirate Roberts? What's your, what's like, your you job? You know, some people... 
they die from complications so, to obesity. Like a special themes, or you just take people around on like buses? They eat so many food, so much food, they die. Okay. And food. I got fired from being a tour guide. That. I was told that I was too autistic to give tour guides. Is it, is to give the, tours the if you can believe just, that. Can you believe that? Yeah, because the joke only resonates with people who see me do my set time and time. Okay, I'm done. I'm done. I'm food done, yeah. should do that. I'm done. Yeah. Okay. okay. Today, November 27th at NLK Cafe in Oakland, you'll see Arjun and probably Jonah. I, I love how everyone's disassociated now. Everyone's disassociated. No one knows what's going on. I don't know what's going on. Are we supposed to vote? How does this work? Okay. All right. I just, I like, I like structure. I'm a structural mind. Okay. Your next comic, I don't know, a fucking Warhol, you wanna follow that? I feel like you wanna comment. I want Warhol Kaufman. Go down. Mike Evans, all right. Uh, Mike Evans Jr., that every time I take the afro off the mic at Muni, I say Mike Evans Jr. Just a little joke I have for myself. Food should make me feel really weird. Thanks, Mark. So white people invented passports. I was trying to figure it out. And I think it was like the British Empire went and like fucked everybody. And then they realized we can't have nigger babies jeopardizing the crown. We gotta set up some checkpoints. Thusly, passports. This is not distracting from me speaking because it's a podcast, so they can't even see you. This is why I'm in your life. The only other Negro getting literally on the stage at the same time. Double, let's do a team, no, been done. I'm kidding. Alrighty, I'm just gonna read from here. Update your IMDb. Am I in blackface or does... The good thing about the race wars is at least you know who your team is. <laughs> oh, this is fun. I just figured out, watching some bullshit movie, I figured out, uh, I think it was the Rat Pack movie on HBO, which I guess Jerry Lewis refused to participate in, which how shitty is your project if Jerry Lewis opts out? Although I do want to see the Holocaust clown, but... He's too busy with the cripple. I really want to see the Holocaust clown. You know what I'm saying? Maybe when he dies, we can hear, like, the Holocaust clown scored by Prince anyway. Oh. But no, but someone was like, let's skedaddle here. And I was like, holy shit, I just figured out the etymology of skedaddle. Let's skedaddle here. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of here. Let's get out of Let's skedaddle. I was like, oh my God, that's mm. magical. A goldfish has no rights. Kind of like an American citizen. The thing about the major difference between Costco and a refugee camp is the savings. I love that. I, I'm going to tell that joke for 100 years. If no one laughs, I don't give a fuck. That is hilarious. If you don't think that joke is hilarious, you probably are a sheep who actually shops at Costco. And 
Could you buy me some shit? I'm poor as fuck. I am broke as fuck. Could you at least donate to Mutiny for me? Because I'm not going to do it because I don't have any cash. I could try to chop up one of my cards and put them in there. That would be like a David Blaine stunt. You guys remember when Jesus disappeared for three days and then came back and told us all about how crazy it was when Stephen Paddock shot up Mandalay Bay Hotel? It's a deep cut. Kind of like he got on his leg when Stephen Paddock shot him before. Right after shooting, I don't know. All right. Um, I was watching some movies. I was watching The Time Traveler's Wife. Yeah, I was watching The Time Traveler's Wife. And then I watched this British movie. I was watching About Time. He's, and I don't know if you've seen About Time. Yeah, it's, it was kind of was good. It had that dude Bill Nye in it. And then I watched I watched Doctor Strange Love and I realized Rachel McAdams will not stop fucking time travelers. That's that version of the joke with the long setup. <laughs> Can you tell it works better? This this one says ODB's kids. I don't know if you ever heard ODB would take a limo ride through the hood to pick up his welfare check. But then he would like stop partway through and just get out of the car and there'd be all these kids around. He would just like hand out hundreds to the kids. Just like, here you go, ODB for the children, $100 bills. Which is pretty, it sounds like philanthropic, but you have to consider that those were mostly his kids. That's a really good joke. If you don't hate black people, that's a funny joke. Johnny Appleseed was kind of obsessive, I feel like. Like, I feel like his parents were like, Johnny, go to school, like, get a job. And he was, I'm satisfied. Oh, yeah, that's classy. I like that. Yeah, wait, they fixed it. I see a lot of, uh. They do that sketch now. That's what I was waiting for. That that's kid. that, yeah, sure. Really you're, you're kind of running my light right now. I know. I'm, just, I'm trying to, I'm trying to, I'm trying to close my, I'm trying to end my set. Now you're just doing an impression of Jonah and, all right. Uh, so I see a lot of doors and windows. There's these signs that say like, no bigotry allowed inside. All people are welcome here. And those doors are always locked. Whoa. Whoa. What an ending. I, I think Warhol Kaufman, he's such, he's such a big asshole. <laughs> that, I know, right? That it, he... He's such a huge asshole. He might be prolapsed, but I can't tell because there's too many dreads in the way. I can't see it. So I'm assuming your pubes are dreaded as well. He's hosting the roast. Apparently, he's going to be a terrible host since he can't listen. But he is hosting the roast on November 27th. And I'm okay, Cafe, along with the very wonderful Sarah Jan Bruno. Okay. She's amazing. Who's Pepper? Mark can't make it? To what? Mark, Marty. Marty texted me. Yes, I know. Thank you, though. Um, um, that doesn't matter because there's going to be about 30 people here for the showcase after the mic, so be sure to stick around and clog it up. Okay, your next comedian on deck. Who the fuck, Greg, you're on deck. But before that, please make it very loud for the very tall and uh, he'll probably save your show if something bad happens at it. Hunter Stower. I need a chick, fuck my lid. 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 I need a chick, fuck my l
So first off, um, first off, a public service announcement. If anybody has any illegal drugs, I will buy them from you. I want to be specific. Uh, Schedule two narcotics. Uh, so this has been a, I don't know if you can tell by looking at me, but I'm pretty feeling pretty rough right now. This has been, <laughs> this has been, <laughs> this has been a rough week for me. I don't know if you can tell. I've been really struggling with the fact that I might be too physically attracted to be funny. And uh, it's been crushing me, so I'm just going to try to blast through this. Uh, anybody, uh, anybody drinking? Make some noise if you drink. Yeah, yeah, not a very, not a drinking crowd. I've been trying not to drink this month. I know it's not in vogue. I know it was last month, but whatever, for economic reasons mostly. Yeah, I've been trying for a couple of days not to drink. <laughs> it's really fucking hard. Uh, the biggest temptation for me, Bloody Marys. Yeah, nobody else likes them. I fucking love them. I think the reason I like them so much is because I had so many when I was in the womb. Mm. Yeah. It's not a sad story. I love my mom. My mom's great. Uh, we have a great relationship. She had cute little nicknames for me and my brother when we were kids. Anybody have that? My little brother was Destructo Baby because he was destroying everything all the time. It's pretty simple. It doesn't take a rocket scientist to figure that one out. Mine was Messy, obviously a reference to the Messiah. She liked me a lot more. Uh, I've been trying to be more healthy recently. Anybody smoke cigarettes? Cigarettes? Boo. Yeah, right? I've been trying not to smoke cigarettes. I hear they increase your chance of getting lung cancer by like 20%. So I just cut mine in half because uh, I can live with those odds. Plus, I can save the other half for spliffs. So that's just good economics. <laughs> Again, the economics. Uh, I smoke a lot of weed. I would say that I smoke it at a competitive level. Like if there was an Olympic category for weed smoking, I would definitely forget to qualify for that. Um <laughs> Um, so, uh, let's see, has it, I think I'm just going to try to be relatable. I'm just going to try to be a rela relatable now, relatable humor. Has it, I'm sure we've all been in this situation. Has anybody ever been in a situation where you're eating dinner with a bunch of friends? One of them is high out of his mind on LSD. Doesn't want anyone to know, but everybody already knows. Yeah, we've been in this situation before. Yeah, this is relatable. Yeah, so I was at a, a ramen place. I was with three friends. One of my friends was just staring at the menu furtively as if he was trying to psych himself out to murder it. You know, just like saucer, uh, what do you call them? Saucer plate uh, dilated pupils. He's just like staring at the menu for 15 minutes. The waitress comes. We all order food. He just goes, I'm just going to have a green tea. Gets the green tea, just holds on to it the entire time. Does not drink a single fucking sip of it. Just staring at that shit. And then when the food came, he saw. He, he acted like he saw a goddamn magic trick. He's like, there's food now? He was furious. <laughs> just threw down $15 for his green tea and got the fuck out of there. I was like, hey, man. You forgot to tip. Um, so uh, I, uh, I, I, I feel like I don't have that much time left. Did I, oh, that's you because got, you got a little bit of time. Man. Because that's the light. No, there's no, there's no light. Pretend like there's two of me. There, there's no god. So the most, uh, the most adult thing I've ever done in my entire life is buy a mattress. Let me be more specific: buy a non-Craigslist mattress <laughs> from a mattress salesman at a mattress store with a business card. 
It was awesome. It's the seriously. I went all out. I got one of those memory foam mattresses, the kind that astronauts fuck on in space. I wasn't really paying attention to what he was saying, but one thing I do remember was he told me he had to rotate, not flip, rotate that mattress once every fiscal quarter. I said once every fiscal quarter. He said once every fiscal quarter. I said my mattress follows the stock market. <laughs> that is a smart mattress. All right, give it up for your hope. I'm a hunter. We do have a lot of time left in this mic, so Arjun and Jonah, if you did want to try out new material, no, you're welcome to stay. Good. All right, well, good. He spoke for both of us. That was great. That was so... Hunter, you should tell that joke every was... three times every fiscal quarter. <laughs> Hunter got... The sad part what? about that is, no matter how many times it tells you... Are you a comic? I had no idea. Not yet. We have one more comic. Oh, there is one more There's one more comic. All right, no, I'm, I am... I am not aloof. I'm not tired. I'm not aloof. I'm not tired. Everyone, you know That was Hunter's story. He was great. Your next comedian has been here and very supportive. And it's, he's very funny. I bet he is. I have a feeling. Good. De La Rocha. What's up? Woo! So I had, a, I had my manhood checked recently by a rat. But like rats are some gangster ass animals. They'll break into your house, eat your food, and then shit all over the place. Like that's how I knew they were there in the first place. I had little rat dookies on the floor. And I was Netflix and chilling by myself one night and I just heard some shuffling in the closet in my pantry. And so I looked to get the first weapon I could find, which was a shovel. And I'm starting to prepare myself. I'm like, yo, this is my house, my food, only animal who shits in my house is me. And I opened the door and I didn't expect to find three of them eating my flower. And <clears throat> I was caught in this Mexican standoff. And like, I didn't realize what type of rats I was dealing with. Like a whole family of Speedy Gonzalez, like not the cute ones. These are like the 2018 ones that smoke meth and join the cartel. And like the leader of him, I've been calling him El Chapo. He just kind of stared at me and mugged me and he's like, who are you trying to get crazy with? I said, don't you know I'm loco? And so I just swung on him and poof, flower everywhere. And uh, next thing I know I get jumped by the rats and one of them landed on my foot and my first reaction was to just scream like a girl. But then I composed myself and started chasing him down like bah, bah, and <clears throat> I fucked up my whole kitchen, didn't kill a single rat. So that's how my war with the cartel started. And uh, next night I went and bought, you know, those old school rat traps and, you know, put cheese on because that's what cartoons taught me to put cheese on rat traps. And I wake up the next morning and go check them and these ninja ass rats like ate all the cheese, didn't get caught. And I'm like, these motherfuckers. And I go back to brush my teeth and one of them pooped on my toothbrush. <laughs> like, not like the brush part, the handle, so like I could still use it, you know? But um, I was like, oh, this is too far. Like, this is war. So I went on Google, searched up like the best methods to handle kill rats, and I found some PETA article, number three, and it was talking about how to live compassionately with rats. And it was talking about how inhumane all these different methods were. So I bought all of them, and I got rat poison, electric traps, and my personal favorite, the sticky traps. And so I've been laying them out. <clears throat> and uh, you know, because 
actually had to take it another level on these, and I, I went and recruited my own rat killer, uh, own group of rat killers, and I've been paying them in catnip. And like I actually, I have wild cats that live in my area, so I started planting catnip around my house, so now I have a whole gang of high cats that just protect my shit. It's pretty dope, actually. And uh, <clears throat> it's been three weeks I've been dealing with this shit, and so far I've killed seven rats, but I still haven't gotten fucking El Chapo. But like, is it is it weird to kind of fantasize about what you do when you finally catch this rat that's been like fucking your shit? Because <clears throat> I really hope that I just catch them on one of the sticky traps, and then when I see him, I can. Because I've been praying this moment in my head, you know? Like, I can pull my whole Negan moment and, like, stand over him with my shovel and just look at him like, ah, you thought, and pull down my pants and take a shit right on his face. <laughs> I told you, the only person who shits my house is me. And then I'm just going to toss the rat to all my cats and end the story. So, uh, so yeah, that was a new one I've been working on. So, I, um... Yeah, wait, come over. I was at a locker room recently, and like, you know when you can just feel someone's eyes on you? And I look over, and I'm like, I think that dude's looking at my dick right now. So next thing I hear is, yo, that's a nice piece. And like, I don't usually get compliments from dudes about my dick, so I just kind of put my underwear on and shit. And then he taps me on the shoulder. He's like, yo, nice piece. And I don't... you. Hearing that from a 6'4 black dude is like the compliment of a lifetime. So I was like, yeah, right on, brother. It is a nice dick, isn't it? He's like, what the fuck? I was, I was talking about your tattoo, bro. And I was like, oh, shit. Right. Right, my tattoo. And I was, I was getting ready to like awkwardly leave and walk out. And he's like, you do got a pretty ass dick, though. So it's been a good week. All right. Thank you. Closing out the show. Everyone, this has been Beauty Radio Happy Hour. My caffeine has worn off. Stick around for the show. Thank you very much. Bye, everybody. Thanks for listening to the Beauty Radio Happy Hour. Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019. The Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual, and we hope you apply for whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now. 
through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian hate ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff. You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal. Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience? Like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to Joke Workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things, dude, before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of MutinyRadio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ-friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. MutinyRadio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shit-faced McRat. <laughs> For all your space chicken sci-fi comedy non-political humor needs, go to timstesseract.com. 
read fiction about the future of San Francisco after the water wars of 2121 in Jane 6. Ask a Jedi for important life hacks. Eat flesh with the bare exoskeleton Contessa. And check your horror horoscope on Horoscopia. Updated every three parsecs. Timstesseract.com. Timstesseract.com. Everybody should listen to Mutiny Radio at mutinyradio.fm. It's a great place to listen to crazy things. Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for the Let's Watch a Full Length Movie on YouTube. We watch the best movies that, uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch My friends out at Mutiny Radio. Jester Cashcock here, giving you my love and regards as well as Moofy's over there. And you know, anytime I go swimming in my vault of rare coins and piles and piles of filthy cash, I can't help but listen to Fantastic's Comedy Clubhouse every Friday from 8 to 10. 
They have a fun time at Pamtastic's Deep in the Mission, where you can laugh off your tushy every Friday for a mere $10. And $10, I mean, that's what I use to wipe my tushy with, so to wipe it off for <laughs> is in duty this. And if you can't make it to Mutiny Radio, don't worry, don't fret at all. You can simply download the podcast post-show in the comfort of anywhere, like your Aspen summer cottage on the mountain ridge for the kayaks. <laughs> Just go to podcast.pcrcollective.org or mutinyradio.fm podcasts and look for Comedy Clubhouse with a K. You can download it for free. But we'd love to see you every Friday, 8 to 10, down here at Mutiny Radio. Laugh off your tushy and save your life. Because you know what's better than laughter? Well, it's a cash cock, baby. (laughs) How exciting for you, Mutiny Radio listener. There are six new shows here at MutinyRadio.fm. Monday nights at 10 o'clock, it's time for free phone sex. 415-550-0511. Yes, call in for free phone sex. You will be recorded. It is a podcast, but will that phone sex be free? Absolutely. 10 a.m. Mondays, it's time for everyday conversations on race with everyday people. With Simma Lieberman, everyday people talking about race every week different everyday people talking about race on Tuesdays 10 o'clock it's spiritual psychology with Renee McKenna meditate it'll heal ya then at noon stick around Sergio Novoa brings you my limited view talking about all things from his perspective then on Thursdays from 8 to 10 It's time for Beyond Your Comprehension with Clem. Exciting new shows here at Mutiny Radio. Also the IC podcast. That's the Imprint City podcast coming soon. MutinyRadio.fm. New shows. You can have one too. Contact director at MutinyRadio.fm to find out more details. Check us out at mutinyradio.fm.
Apply now for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 2019. Applications open until November 30th for 25 shows in five days. 40 comics chosen March 1st through 5th, 2019 for the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival. It's our fourth annual, and we hope you apply from whatever part of the nation or international comedy scene you come from. Apply now through November 30th. Go to our website, www.mutinyradio.fm, for more details. Aloha, mutineers. Stolowitz here. People ask me, Dave, why do you spend so much time listening to mutinyradio.fm? Well, the answer's simple to me. It's the love I find here. We've got so many great programs here. There's something for everybody, surely. Well, maybe not the Hitler crew, but you know everyone else. Let me tell you about some of my favorite shows here at Mutiny you may not have heard about. Labor and Love with Bill Morgan is every Saturday, 10 a.m. to 12 noon. Bill is passionate about labor, jazz, and solidarity, and he tells you how it is. No BS. If somebody gets a dollar they didn't work for, someone else worked for a dollar they didn't get. I always learn a lot from Labor and Love. It's educational and inspirational. The Common Thread Collective is every Friday from 3 to 6 p.m. with legendary octogenarian Haight-Ashbury activist Diamond Dave. With help from his friends, Dave talks news, wisdom, progressive activism, and spirituality. There's also open mic time for music, poetry, and stories. Comics gotta hold off till happy hour, though. Oh, and check out Flat Black Plastic with Scott Walker, Saturdays from noon to 2. The title says it all. Classic vinyl albums with no apologies. Great stuff! You can listen in live to these fine programs on mutinyradio.fm or download the podcast at your convenience on Apple iTunes. What a deal! Authentic, real San Francisco love. That's what keeps our ship afloat. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be like in front of an audience, like other than like squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've given it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dag nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! Are you tired of swimming through a sea of podcasts? Are ye on a raft without a patter? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we 